0: Betches Media presents
1: Ha ha, laugh, funny
0: Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast
1: We don't say that, but now we said
0: it With me, Dylan Hafer oh,
1: go check me,
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer, it's Thursday We have a fun episode lined up Later on, I have an interview with Maya and Sierra from Summer House. We sat down earlier this week to talk about this season, the new podcast they launched together, lots of good stuff. Excited to get into that. But of course, we have Vanderpump Rules on Wednesday nights. And so I couldn't pass up the opportunity to talk about this week's episode for just a few minutes solo because, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. If you're keeping track, this episode would have been the season finale. Of course, you know, (laughs) events have happened over the last couple months. And so we have one more episode to look forward to next week. But this episode all by itself, a banger, a real banger, Uh, a 75 minute episode that really earned every minute of that runtime. And God, I don't even feel like I have to do the play by play of this episode. But that Seen at Sir. In the Sir garden, when we were tasting the something about her sandwiches, the Greek salad sandwich, the green goddess sandwich that everyone's raving about, you know, Katie and Ariana are crushing it. Everyone is happy about the sandwiches. Everyone's having a good time. And then Raquel, you know, is there. And to be honest, Raquel I don't know it's it's impossible. You know, hindsight is 2020. It's impossible to know how we would feel watching this season if the events of Scandaval hadn't unfolded. But Raquel really 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 is not coming across well in these last few episodes. The way that she is handling this Schwartz situation is sort of baffling to me. And then the way that she is handling Ariana, knowing that she is having an affair with Sandoval, that this has been going on for a while now by the time they're finishing filming, it is really so tough because she's, she's out here saying she has empathy. She's out here, you know, seeming concerned about her best friends. Bitch isn't concerned about her best friends the conversation she has with Ariana at Sir is kind of mind blowing because she is, she's asking about their sex life. She's, you know, trying to puzzle through how Tom and Ariana can make things better, but it is really just a fact finding mission for her to figure out kind of how she's going to weasel her way in there. And she's like, Hmm, I see. Interesting. So you're not having sex. Okay. Hmm. Now, do you feel like this is a relationship you want to stay in? And Ariana says, yes. And she's like, okay. 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 Hmm. What a conniving little, as Lala says last week, she's a stupid demon. Um. You know, Katie uses a different word for her this week. I don't, it's, it's really tough. I think the MVP of this episode for me though is Ms. Terry Maloney. Katie's mom is at the sandwich tasting. She is a supportive mother. And she she is apprised of the situation with Katie and Schwartz and Raquel. And she really lets her have it. Usually, I wouldn't expect this to come from a mother on the show who hasn't been around for most of the season. But you can tell that Katie has really been open with her about kind of all of her thoughts and feelings through this situation. And, you know, she tells Schwartz earlier in the episode, you know, you and Katie had something great. You had a chance to stay friends, whatever. And Tommy, you blew it. All she asked was this one thing you had this agreement and really it is so frustrating. The back and forth that Schwartz has put us through and obviously put Katie through, He changes his tune so often on his motivations for hooking up with Raquel, whether or not he regrets it, whether or not he was taking Katie's emotions into account, because this week, his new log line is that, oh, well, you know, it wasn't worth it. I wouldn't have done it if I knew how much it was going to hurt Katie. When might I remind you, Katie was very clear about how it was going to affect her if he hooked up with her before it happened, immediately after it happened, if it happened again. And Schwartz in the past has said that he didn't care about Katie's feelings, that he almost wanted to do it more because he knew that it would upset Katie. So for him to now turn around at the end of the season when he's being, you know, in my mind, rightfully dragged for his decisions and be like, ah, well, you know, If I had had knowing what I know now, it's like knowing what you knew now, you knew it then. That's one of my biggest pet peeves on reality TV. When people make decisions knowing the chaos that they will cause and then, you know, look around and are like, oh, my God, I can't can't believe things went so badly. I can't believe how this turned out. It's like, babe, there was a warning sign right next to the button that you pushed. That you read, and then you chose to push the button. So, you no longer get to act surprised when the bomb goes off. After you pushed the button to make the bomb go off, I don't know what, where this button is, and the bomb. That's not a situation I've ever found myself in. But you know, it's like the 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 meme where it's like the the buttons. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. But you know, Raquel looks horrible, but so does Sandoval. Sandoval, you know, constantly is more interested in sticking up for Schwartz than he is in Ariana over sobbing with Lisa. That's a whole situation. But earlier in the episode, we see Sandoval kind of continuing to push this narrative that Ariana isn't fully emotionally connected with him, she doesn't do things for him, you know, they don't do activities together. And, uh, you know, just as examples, she doesn't buy toilet paper, she doesn't make sure that the pens and the batteries in their house are restocked, because, I mean, how dare she? If you see that the, the battery drawer is running low, and you don't immediately get up off your ass and go to CVS and restock the battery drawer... I believe that that is grounds for your partner having a seven-month affair on behind your back with your best friend. I believe it. I mean, how fucking dare Ariana not refill the batteries? Do people even keep batteries anymore? Like, I think I have like two random batteries in a drawer somewhere because I needed two and they only sold them in a pack of four. But I feel like the days of like the battery drawer like when we were kids or when we were younger and like every toy you had every remote every whatever needed like double or triple A batteries and your dad would always have like a full war chest of batteries like how many batteries do do Sandoval and Ariana need in their house that this is like a, a major source of concern for him that she's not refilling the batteries I don't know Seems like bullshit to me. No, I don't know. Who can say? Uh, Tom also says. So now his uh, his excuse for not leaving that Labor Day barbecue when he found out that Ariana's uh, you know family member had passed away was that he he knew that if he did come home right away, he would want he would feel like he needed to do something to make it better, and he just wanted to give her some space. I'm sorry. Like the thought process that's going through his mind to say something like that with, with a straight face, it's like, okay, so that's your partner. So you go home and you try to do something or you ask if there's anything she needs or you just sit there with her and try to make her feel better. It's like, The way that he's justifying it and Ariana is giving him so much slack, which, you know, pains me knowing where this all ends up. It's just like, it's so tough. She just wants quality time. She just wants to go on a fucking walk. But all he wants is like to do shrooms or go skinny dipping. It's like, those aren't like they're, they're saying the same thing. He just wants like such a specific idea. Like he wants Ariana to be like his manic pixie dream girl who's gonna do shrooms and like run through a field and wear a flower crown with him and you know be raquel basically and she's like no like i don't need anything special i just literally want to like spend time with you it's really difficult but you know We're careening toward the end of the season here, and I'm very excited to talk about the finale next week. So I will be back to do that. In the meantime, we have this interview with Maya and Sierra coming up, so don't go anywhere.
2: Shape your life with Honey Love.
0: The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince cotton modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice but feeling really comfortable. It's fifty percent cotton, fifty. modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks, because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to Quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash mention. I am so excited now to be joined by two of our summer house favorites and now fellow podcasters. Please yes. welcome Sierra and Maya. Hey, ladies.
3: Hey, Hi. we're so happy to be here. I
1: know I'm nervous. <laughs>
3: why? I could just You've feel here your energy. Yeah, That's why I looked at you like, is everything okay?
1: <laughs> My energy is giving nervous today for sure.
3: It's well, okay. I, mean, I just got high on like five Listerine strips in the car, so I'm ready to go. <laughs>
1: That's not what I thought you were going
0: to say. I was like, oh. <laughs> nope. no, but we're, we're like, we're like what's the vibe this morning? Just we're, Listerine strips. Just Listerine <laughs> just strips.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like, it's a
0: little early. Listerine Listerine <laughs>
1: no,
3: it's, it, yeah, it was the easiest high for now.
0: <laughs> um, so you guys are here to talk about obviously summer house, but also something very exciting that you've been working on. You have a brand new podcast called codependence that you're doing together. That is out now. Uh, how did we get here? What's the story of the podcast?
1: Um, Basically, we couldn't stop FaceTiming. And (laughs) like, honestly, I just felt like, you know, you get to see our friendship on Summer House, but not to the fullest extent. And so we were like, it's part of us like kind of taking back control a little bit. Like you get to see our friendship in our own dynamic and how we are without 11 other people or without, you know, big cameras and it's just us. And yeah, it's just... Like we know.
3: are the editors now. Yeah, we're so the editors. So you get to we're see exactly how we are. Right.
0: With great power. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> you get it. No, great responsibility. I think that's why I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're making me nervous. I'm like, do you want a Listerine strip? <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps.
0: <laughs> we're not speaking in code. Like the it's a real Listerine strip. It's is Listerine strips.
1: She carries. I was like, I didn't even know they made those still.
3: No, they, well, okay, to be honest, I don't buy them, but when I go in green rooms or like my dressing rooms, they're oh. always there and I take them all. And now they're like my new little fun snack. thing. <laughs> it's just, it's I didn't have breakfast, so You're I was You're
0: like, I'm <laughs> the back I'm like, just like eating <laughs> Listerine strips.
3: And I always be like, do you want one? People are like, no, who uses those anymore? Like, I
0: have not seen a Listerine strip in yeah, a no, while. I'll show you after. Okay. Okay. In, I bel- any,
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: um, so you guys have been on Summer House together for two seasons now. I was thinking, you know, knowing that you guys are doing the podcast now, obviously your friendship has developed a lot over the last few years. How do you how do you feel like you've kind of gotten closer over your time on the show together?
3: If I'm being honest, I feel like we got close really quickly to the point where we would go out and people would be like, you guys bicker and you fight and you guys are like such good friends. How long have you known each other? We'd be like two months. Two months.
1: <laughs> we went to one hotel and we were checking in and we're just like, Having a little our little bicker Spass. whatever, and someone was like – the host was like, are you guys sisters? I was like, no, I've literally known this girl for two <laughs> months. She just – it's just oh, – I don't know oh, if you either she? have it or you don't. <laughs> yes. You either have it or you don't. And I feel like when you film also, you're in a war zone, so you get close fast, you know? Yeah, you so, need your soldiers.
3: I was yes. going to
0: say in the trenches, like yeah. Summer House, two months in Summer House is like –
3: it's what, like an attorney. Yeah. It's it's more <laughs> yeah. than a year. It's like it's like college. I think it would be like the four years of college are, is one summer at Summer House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We were just talking before we started recording about how your first season was the COVID season. Yeah. Where you were stuck in the house for like seven weeks. Seven. I mean, that's like seven years in real world time.
1: I don't even know how I'm sitting here today. I don't know how you survived. Like, I cannot imagine. I don't imagine. know how I'm sitting here. And then I turned around and did Winter House, which is two and a half weeks in Vermont in the dead of the cold with, you know, some more strangers a a couple months later, I, I, looking back, I'm like, people are like, oh my God, I don't know how you did that. I was like, I don't know how I did that.
3: And knowing you, I don't know how you did that. Yeah. But I think I was a lot
1: more stable then. Yeah. Uh. Mentally stable. (laughs) No, you're doing well, sweetie. Yeah. I'm not bad right now, but like. You're doing okay. Then I was coming in. I didn't know what to expect. I was fresh meat.
0: I feel like also, I feel like you give off kind of introverted vibes sometimes, but then you think back and it's like, no, but you did that. And then you did Winterhouse, and it's like, how much more extroverted can you I'm get an than doing
1: introverted <coughs> extrovert, whichever order you want to put it in. But I have my moments where I think as I've gotten older and on this show, I definitely, I have my moments where I need to be by myself and I love being by myself. And that's one thing we bond about my always jokes about. You need to learn to love your couch because if you can't then you can't love me. Like that's the type of that's the type of mentality that I have too. Like I love being home by myself, but I also yes. love going out with my friends, but in partying with my friends, your like core group. my core group. Cuz like if I'm with people that, you know, first of all, you shouldn't be going out with people you don't trust <laughs> cuz that, that could part. end up in a sad situation, but I like going out with my friends who like really know me. I can trust them and like we can kind of just let loose. But then I also love being at home. I love being in the bed. You know, So sorry, think, but ooh. you look so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I things. you, you both really look great. do. So do you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening to me? I am <laughs>
3: listening, but I was like getting mesmerized.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Mike. Um, <Matt. laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being in the bed. I think sometimes people try to come for you on the show of, like, why are Paige and Sierra in bed so much?
1: Don't, don't say try. They, <laughs> they come They full come. force with their are, army. Yeah. They have a squad behind them.
3: And you know what the crazy part is? Those people are probably in bed writing those messages. Like, anyway, that's what I really think is happening.
1: Right. Like, you have. they haven't gotten up in years. Like, years. Let's be, ver- let's be very honest. While I'm up filming a TV show, also doing starting a podcast, you're still behind your little computer, which is fine. That's fine. Also, whatever.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll get back to you on Twitter if you you have comments about being in the bed. Um, So you talked about joining the show, not knowing what you were getting yourself into. Did you watch a lot of Summer House, either of you, before you were on the show?
3: I personally didn't – I actually didn't know of the show until I started really, like, going into the process of it. But obviously, like, I did my research. Like, I didn't go in blind-blind, so I knew a little bit about the personalities. But I didn't – what I didn't know was just how crazy the people are. I, <laughs> I got – I remember my first weekend, and I called my mom – Running the shower and flushing the toilet, trying to like not because the audio picked up. Being like, "Mom, I made a mistake. What did I do?" She was like, "I told you."
1: Yeah, yeah. I wait. What was the question? Wow, I totally did you watch out. it? Before? Did I watch it before? I mean, you kind of have to when you like are yeah uh, like figuring out if you're gonna start if you're gonna be on the show or not. But I only watched one season. Well, I only watched it because of Luke, so I watched it that his first season, I think. And that was a travesty. Like it was I just like didn't know what to expect from that. So then I went in, but I feel like when people go onto the show and you're you're brought in as a friend, everyone does a really good job of not putting their preconceived notions of people on you. And so it was kind of like a clean slate. Um he was like You're going to love this person. You're going to love this person. You'll figure out your opinion of, you know, whoever you, you meet. And that's kind of like what it's left at. Like no one's trying to be like, you're hate her, love her. See, I feel like I had a different experience.
0: I feel like coming in as Luke's friend, you're not going to get a lot of that. But if you're like somebody else's friend, they might be a little more in your ear.
1: Okay. Name names.
3: No, I just feel (laughs) like I, I mean, I got like cursed out within like my first two weeks of being there just from like being in the room with you guys.
1: Right. Okay. Well, I'm saying like, but before you, because you wrote up with me and Paige the first the time. The first, which was the first the beginning weekend. of my demise. Bitch, <laughs> look at us now. I'm so Pat's happy to be <laughs> here next <year. laughs> to but, but you. But we didn't tell you anything about anybody. No, you anybody. all did not. Okay.
0: So this season, I think it's fair to say probably the biggest storyline has been what's developing between Lindsay and Danielle, and Carl's obviously involved in that. What was it like experiencing that throughout the course of the summer, just being in the house with them.
3: I mean, it's something that I certainly did not see coming going into filming the season. I think that watching it in real life was hard because you could see like the raw emotions and the hurt behind, especially Danielle is what I'll say. I don't have as close of a relationship with Carl and Lindsay, so I don't really know what they feel about it all. Um, But it was sad. It, I, yeah. I would be sad if that happened with my friendship with Sierra. So I can see
1: why they were sad. Yeah, it was definitely. And we, I don't think we expected it to the end to be what it was. Um, cause I kind of always said, I was like, you guys are going to probably figure it out. Like you just need time. She needs time. You're missing each other. Also being filming, makes it definitely more stressful, makes it harder. Um, Maybe you guys will have to figure out after the summer, like who, who really knows. But it definitely is sad to see. I am never rooting, whether I get along with Lindsay or not, or, you know, whoever in the house, it's like, I'm never rooting for best friends to fall apart. Correct. And, you know, I sent a text to Danielle the other day after we filmed the reunion. And I was just like, look, it's a whirlwind, this thing, but I can't imagine fighting with my best friend on a national platform like this and and to be constantly missing each other so i can sympathize with you i don't know what it's like but i can sympathize with you cuz i would never want my friendship to fall apart and i'm not rooting for that ever no. i don't care like what my relationship is with either party if i'm just like on the sidelines watching i value my friendships because my family life has been so inconsistent mm-hmm. and friendships are the family that you get to choose so i'm mm-hmm. always rooting for friendships i wouldn't be you wouldn't be i couldn't i don't even think i'd be sitting here right now if it wasn't for my core friendships that I've had in my life and Lindsay and Danielle was a core friendship especially over the years and especially filming this show so never rooting for it to fall apart but they were definitely missing each other and um, obviously we heard more of Danielle's side of her story and it just was sad and I you know to be left out of things and especially big moments you know it's I I felt for her
0: yeah yeah and I mean, look how far you and Danielle have come Girl, since last season. Like I know. a year you ago, am- you would not have been texting her. Being could, you, like- could
1: you imagine me and Danielle sitting next to each other? Probably I could have. Pro-
3: <laughs> I told you guys she that before. She kind of did
1: always have a like a little bug in my ear. But, you know. Um, but we don't I know, listen we've, to Maya. We've definitely come a long way. Who was to say that we'd be, you know, this close <laughs> after last year?
0: I know. But I think that that speaks to the nature of like when these relationships have a lot of layers that are complicated and you're working through various things. It's like you do kind of circle back and come around on things that it's like maybe that wasn't so important right. or maybe I could have handled it a different way. Yeah. And it's like you don't want it to be something where you're never, ever able to. Right.
1: Yeah. And a lot of our the reason why we didn't get along was shit that had nothing to do with either one of us. And it was like, OK, so you're mad at me for some for my relationship with this other person and vice versa. So neither of us are involved in anything or like my feelings, like you just weren't involved. So, you know, if you kind of pick it apart and look at it that way, I'm like, okay, so then bitch, really, what is our drama? It was Mm -hmm. silly. It was silly. Yeah.
0: Did you have any inkling? So you were not at the house the weekend that the engagement went down, the proposal. (laughs) Did you have a feeling you were going to be missing something important? Or was it just kind of like, can't be there that week, sorry? You know,
1: I was like, can't be there that week, sorry. I, like, had my party that week, and then I was like, I'm spent
0: you like, in already.
1: I, yeah,
3: literally. <laughs> I was
1: like, she I gotta go. I worked floating. my shift. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure my other friends were like floating down the Delaware River. I was like, I'm gonna be floating down the Delaware River this weekend. So y'all have the best time in the Hamptons, and I'll see y'all. And then on the, I literally were on the bus on the way back from this floating trip, and um, Maya calls me. She's like, "Bitch," and I was like, <laughs> "What is happening?" She's like, "You'll never believe," and I was like. Oh,
0: <laughs> you took the phone outside, <laughs> and then
1: and then and then Danielle's like sobbing, crying. I'm like, I'm gonna, i not gonna lie. It was kind of, I wasn't surprised, like, but I was. You're still a little surprised, you know. But you gotta squeeze everything into the season, so. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously,
3: like you, you see that I predicted it happening sooner rather than later. I was wrong by one weekend, but it was like very clear is going to happen while we were still filming.
0: Right. And as Paige said, she wore shoulder pads to the beach. So you listen,
3: know. I am not the fashion expert by any means. She asked me how I felt about her outfit. Nobody right. asked Nobody me that. Comes Nobody ever Maya. asked Maya that. Nobody goes not to Not one head. person. And that's okay. Like I'm happy. Ask me how to cook. I'll, I can do that. But yeah. like, do not ask me what to wear.
0: I yeah. won't be able to tell you. That's and she
3: asked me. Very strange. And that's why I was like, Hmm. That's when I started thinking, like... Yeah, that's
1: so weird.
0: <laughs> and it's that's... like, is the question, like, is this cute or, like, is this an appropriate outfit to gather firewood Because, Lord, the beach? <laughs> I
3: am never appropriate. I always look like I'm going to, like, the backyard barbecue of my bestie, like, not on TV to film, like, some boho chic, like, outdoor situation. <laughs> I'm never the one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think watching that for me, I wasn't surprised that Danielle had strong feelings about not being included in the proposal but it did like the intensity of her reaction it felt very raw and emotional and it was
3: intense yeah I think that even Paige and I like took a moment to just be like hey Danielle this is obviously a lot but not about you today so let's try to like yeah be in the moment reel it in a little bit I we I don't think we were heard but um yeah. I mean, even if that was like Sierra and you're a man, I'll kill him. I will kill him.
1: Yeah. If I, he I just, tries that
3: with him. Like yeah. if he tries that with me, I'll kill him. You will not be going down the aisle, but still
1: <laughs> I'll act I'll act like, somewhat appropriate. Yeah, yeah, for the event. F- for the event. Yeah, maybe. Somewhat. I yeah, said somewhat. So, I was like, somewhat. <laughs> it's right. like I'm not putting my entire bet on you. I but... said someone. I'm being honest.
3: Yeah,
0: the the like montage of Danielle venting to every single person at the engagement party was it was tough.
3: It was tough. I think that she probably has regrets about that as well because the sentiment gets lost in like what she really feels. It doesn't show her true emotion. It seems like it's somewhat petty in a way. And I don't. I know that's not like the driving force of how she
0: feels. Mm-hmm. You talk about kind of the sentiment and how things come across on camera. You guys have both, you know, gone through a lot of you know, things talked about, real life issues on camera over the last few seasons. I wonder kind of how do you approach that side of things on the show and kind of keeping it real for the cameras?
3: Mm. I don't think there's like an easy way to go about it. I feel
1: like you just have to say a prayer note for the best. Mm-hmm. It's like, even when you try to hide, you can't. You literally, it's like camera sees, picks up on everything. and Everything. It's, even when you try to like skirt around, you know, a little bit, or skirt around certain top certain topics, it, it's so hard to. You just kind of have to go full force, um but it's definitely hard, and you definitely hesitate. And you know, you're working with producers that are like try- want to tell your story, and so it's very give and take. And so you end up becoming really close to your certain field producers because they're trying to like push you in a way emotionally and mentally to open up, but also make sure that they're telling your story in a way that is how you want it to come across. Of you, yeah. Right, but it's it's a lot and and a lot of shit's unexpected too. Like Yeah, ever? they
0: want the surprise. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they want that. Right. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24/7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. orange it's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor consider your hydrated self thriving find splash refresher today on amazon and instacart or at your local walmart sam's club or kroger One thing that I think your show has handled really well and you two are really at the center of this is the conversation about race in the group and on the show and Mm -hmm. how you experience things differently in life and on the show and publicly. And last season, there was that really great conversation that you guys had in the house. And like, was that something that you felt like you really needed to do on camera? Was that something like how did that kind of develop
3: there's no way that conversation would have happened if sierra wasn't by my side mm. period no. i wouldn't have done it um i think that looking back at it like you can see we're physically shaking we're scared yeah, like we it were was. terrified to have that conversation it's also like a sunday we've just partied for the last two days yeah everyone's ready to go home like we have a sunday routine it's get in the car and leave and to have it at that moment felt it felt scary i was i was i was terrified.
1: But I think also with these friendships, it's seriously the nature of having an interracial friendship group. Like you don't have, at least for me, I don't have interracial friendships and friends that look so different from me we're not not talking about race. We're not not talking about these issues. We're not not talking about how I grew up versus how you grew up. Mm -hmm. Like these are conversations that I'm always having with my friends. And it could be on a Saturday when we're drunk at the bar and it could be on a Friday or Wednesday night when we're just at my house chilling. It's a perpetual thing. We're always having these conversations. And so it felt like in this house... We have to have these conversations. Yeah. There's no way that we're it's diversifying. our identity. Right. Yeah. It's like, there's no way we're diversifying this house and bringing more stories in here and more life experiences without discussing them. And it was so important that, you know, the camera does capture these and they, they are aired because it is our reality. And I wish, you know, the show actually had more moments of, you know, kind of our funny moments with being friends with, you know, a black girl being friends with a white girl and like an Asian being friends with a, a black girl with you know, all these different mix and cultures and experiences because Mm it is also fucking hilarious. Like, we're teaching Paige how to lay her edges. (laughs) Like, we're fucking... Like, (laughs) she... (laughs) Ha, oh like, my
3: God, she knows everything about black hair care now. Like, I, we quiz her.
1: Like, we're like, she is an, an ally. ally. We have to teach, like, we're teaching her. We- she got her first edge comb for her birthday. We have Craig sleeping in bonnets now. Craig sleeping in bonnets. I come out, I was like, what am I doing right now? She goes, you're oiling your scalp. I said, very good, Paige, you're doing amazing. And so that, but that's fucking funny. And like, that is the epitome of having friendships. Yeah, and it's real. And it's just kind of like, yeah, it's it's normal also. So I think the more conversations the better and I think people yeah. are also like
3: afraid to have those conversations yeah. and that's one thing I do love about Paige is she's like she'll dive right in. I she texted me last week and she was like, Hey, you guys always tell me that people don't always like curl the back of their hair. <laughs> And I was using my Dyson and I only curled the front that people could see. And I, I thought about you and Sierra and I said, <laughs> I did it wrong. And I'm like, yes, you're learning. But, but also like, like yeah. you should feel comfortable to talk to me about it. I'm not right here to shame you. I'm just here to be like, curl the back of your hair, bitch. Yeah. Wait, that's what friends are for. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm also learning about the Italian lifestyle. Like I won't miss another Italian Thanksgiving. I'll tell you that. You know, so it's like we're trading stories, trading culture. It's. It's, it's cool. That's friendship. Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: And like this season seeing Danielle and Chris talk more about like their background mm-hmm. right. and Gabby joining the group. Like it it makes the show better and like more complete almost when you have people who feel like they can really be fully themselves. Yeah. Totally.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it was a great to see Danielle have another person who she could see herself in so that she could, you know, be, be more comfortable talking about her, her Puerto Rican background and, and being a Latina and, and like her grandparents and her parents and I think.
3: And their food.
1: Yeah. The food. Yeah. Look, honestly. I wanted an empanada.
0: I'm
1: here here for the culture. I'm rooting for us to take a trip overseas. Yes. I'm I'm down for the culture. You know, I love to go somewhere. Like. Yes. I would love that. Like, I think it would be, honestly, it's of the time. Like that is
0: on. one thing about Summer House because you guys are sort of like, quote unquote, Traveling, on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> you don't ever get to do like a group. No, no, no,
1: we need a vacation. Like okay. we should go live. I think it'd be fun if we went and lived in another country no. for like a month.
3: Oh, no, no. I'm not signing up for that. I I can... <laughs> Maya's like, walk it back. I'm walk like, back. I'll give you like a long weekend type of thing. Like they did a
0: Jersey Shore season that. where they were just in Italy the whole time. Yeah, right? no, I'm not going to Italy with those people. Okay, so Maya's a no on Italy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Love Italy. Love love the country. Mine's like, with I will do people. one week
0: at somewhere with a beach. Yes. <laughs> you
1: know what? I'll, I'll meet you there. Thank
3: I'll you. I'll do that. You're right. Because that could be a little would you long. Want, like, that will taint Italy. We don't need that.
1: Yeah. we will be like, Ugh. Yeah, we'll have stories for
0: days. Like, though, winter so house, like, but in the Alps, maybe. Like, we could Oh, my
3: God. This two weeks is one thing. Right. A month. I don't know why you
1: even said a month. That's crazy <laughs> to me. We're, like, what? I don't know. I think, say I told you I was, like, more stable when I was first coming into it. You need it. A, that seems strip. Like a strip. A stretch. <laughs> oh, my God. If I was had a Listerine strip, I'd be more ambitious.
0: <laughs> You're like, I'm only doing a month if I get to choose everyone who's there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Like, How fun would it be for us to, like, go on a trip and then be, like, assi- the room assignments, like – can you imagine the, the room drama? Assignments?
1: Like on... Like someone assigns us a room.
3: Like think about like any Real Housewives or like any girls trip where they have like...
1: They have to figure out who gets a primary, who gets like... Yeah, it's
3: always The like- one without
1: the view, whatever it is. Yeah. Like that would be something. Well, we something. already know Kyle would... is you know, that mullet would be in a fucking knot. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. It's Kyle like- bitches about the rooms the most. So as long as it has low light, no noise...
0: So you no noise has the
1: loud like the loudest person
3: yeah, truly. in the house.
0: They did you guys dirty with the bedrooms this season though. Didn't I mean they? what they did with that house is a it's- travesty. <laughs>
3: And that's a beautiful house. It's a beautiful house, and we got I mean. the short end of that stick. I was not pleased walking in that day. I was like, no, 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 no.
0: Just like trying to, watching the show as a viewer, trying to keep track of like how many beds are in which room and who's like who's sleeping, sleeping where. where, who's sharing a bed, who's sharing a room. It's like.
3: That's why it's like, ding, ding, <laughs> ding, year my page, whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they really do a lot of work with those arrows.
3: Right. Yeah. Those arrows are working over time
0: yeah. more than I worked all They're summer. like, yeah, so pages in the corner. You can't see her, but that's, that's <laughs> (laughs) That's where she's coming from. Sierra's under a pile of clothes. That's
1: where I'll be forever and eternity. Yep.
3: She no longer keeps clothes on her bed, though. I
1: will say that. Oh, my God. You're being so nice to me today. Thank you. Serene. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're being so nice to me.
3: I'm going to leave. I'm going to period that so we don't go into where she keeps her shit.
0: Okay. Thank you.
3: What, I mean, my makeup
1: on the floor?
0: <laughs> Maybe Twitter got to you just that one time. No, no, she, no. Can I do that? This? one time.
3: She creates full-on fire hazards. So the yeah. there's no walking path through the room. It's and true. then on top of it, of course, we're, we're filming a show. We have cameramen. There can, if anyone steps on her shit which is everywhere
1: everywhere like so hard to avoid she gets an attitude oh I didn't get an attitude I was like Will uh, really uh, I was like that's my bronzer next time you need Will the <laughs> cameraman to come on this podcast and he like,
0: will tell you the truth yeah. Yeah. On the floor.
1: <laughs> I was like you're right but like that's my bronzer anything else but not my bronzer or my eyebrow pencil What's
0: when you're coming I do get I will give you like when you're coming back and forth week after week it's like what am I leaving here what am I bringing home yeah. like, how do I pack how many events well, do we is, have like, we
3: didn't even really have bedrooms set So we didn't leave a lot of things Like we were leaving very limited yeah. products there Because we were like Are we going to be in the blue room? Are we going to be in the pink room? Are we, are we going to be in the primary? Like there was no telling what would happen Right like
0: is Corey here this weekend? Is Andrea coming? Like, right and, then, like,
3: and no guys, one ever knew yeah.
1: When guys come it's like
3: oh, Or if they're really- bringing like someone home that night Like we want to give them the opportunity <laughs> to be able to do that But like I don't want to be in the bedroom Or in the bed next to you
1: Oh I won't I made mean, that I was like oh if you're bringing home a guy, I won't be in that room. Like,
3: oh,
0: I, absolutely not. You don't have to worry about fair. that with
1: me. Yeah, ever. That's no. <laughs> clear. I was like, mm.
0: it's like we're not freshmen in college. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, get it together. All.
1: absolutely <laughs> like, not. Yeah, like, no strange. sock on the door.
3: None of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I didn't go to college, or I didn't go away to. Co- I went to college. I didn't go away to college, so sock on the door. That's like a.
3: Oh my god, that's like a real. It's I probably. I mean, I'm aging myself, but I do wonder if it's a real thing. It was a thing for me growing like in college. I remember yeah. my roommate would put a sock on the door being like, girl, you're not coming in tonight. And I'm like, cool. Let me find a place to sleep.
0: Ugh. Sleeping on like the common room couch. Oh, my God, couches?
3: Would be oh hell no. I would
0: at least find a friend. I would oh,
3: never my. sleep on those. Co- <laughs> Think about the things that would happen on those common room couches. No, thank you.
1: Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> I'd like you to say we live, graduated a little bit. You didn't but live at school, right? No, I lived at home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You've graduated from home, summer house. The summer
1: you know. house. I, Well, you know, I didn't get the real college experience. And I, was, I gave my mom shit for a very long time because I had to live at home. And, you know, it was just, even though she did a good job of letting me do my own thing, but I didn't get the real college experience like my sister did. So I was always like, I feel like I missed out on everything. And then, There's then I got there, summer I house. You. And I was <laughs> like, I'm going to shut up now.
0: Yeah, because I got my Look college at you experience. Now. Yeah, it's like this is a college experience. You got experience. summer house, you got winter, winter house. house, study abroad at winter yeah. house.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's, that was your study
3: abroad semester. <laughs> oh, <No>,
1: truly. Study <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm getting the college experience.
0: Um, okay, so I want to talk about your podcast before we finish up. What are you guys excited for people to hear from your show?
1: I'm excited to just touch on topics that, you know, we don't necessarily get to really showcase. Well, we don't or might not make the show or, or st- stuff that just, you know, doesn't really happen in the show. I'm excited to talk about all the topics in between, serious, funny, to just like banter back and forth and yeah, I think it's a really good opportunity for people to see our actual personalities and yeah. like what we're
3: about, the fact that we are so self-deprecating doesn't get shown much. Yeah. <laughs> and I honestly think like it's to me one like the most endearing parts of our friendship and our relationship. So I'm excited to like show that.
1: Yeah, it's it'll be so nice to show everyone our relationship and our personalities in our own light and our own control. Yes. And for the people who think that they know us on these, vers- on these 12 to 15 one-hour episodes, it's like not even enough when you're sharing the screen well, with see, like 12 MTV, people mtv
3: diary you think you know but you have no idea
1: is that true, life? <laughs> true life true life whatever yes. that is. true go. life. Yes.
3: <laughs> we're <laughs> taking that slogan thank you
0: <laughs> amazing yeah. well the first episode is out right now so everyone can go listen wherever they're listening to this podcast codependence Correct. Uh, yes uh with my aunt sierra and i'm so excited to see where it takes you guys
1: thank you we're so excited we're, we're so. going
0: global we're gonna be worldwide. Worldwide. Yes!
1: stories.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. We had so much fun. Us. Yeah, and thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at BravoByBetches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sous-McCat. Editing by Jorge Morales Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer, guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at BravoByBetches on Instagram and Twitter.
2: Batches.